0: I am currently sitting by a beautiful body of water looking out on some pine trees and blooming trees just surrounded endlessly by nature and I thought we could just hang out here and talk. Share some loose thoughts. You know, we're all just figuring it out as it goes. Conversations help us along the way. So, let's see what this conversation can do for us. As I'm sure most people know, it was Earth Day last week. Even Earth Day week question mark was it made into a week i feel like i don't know these things anymore being pretty out of the loop we're not just here because of earth week but it felt fitting you know it's starting to warm up where i live and any opportunity to get outside and Be in touch with nature, be in nature, be one with nature is a welcomed opportunity. Living in a city for so many years, I always missed nature and I was lucky enough to live in a city that had plenty of green spaces and be on a lake. But at the same time, we talk about nature as a separate entity but it's really not we've made we've separated ourselves as humans from nature and you know generalizing there because there are certainly humans that live with nature and live in nature but for the most part I mean if you think about even the structure of a house or our our living spaces um up until recently you know Talking about combining architecture with nature and really what does it look like to create dwellings that have and honor and incorporate nature is not something (laughs) that was, you know, really happening up until recently. And I think that's awesome because as you know, I'm sure many of you can feel, um, whether you've stopped to think about it or not. I think there is a real tax on us to be separated from nature. It's not, it's not natural. And I think that there's a lot, you know, this disconnect creates a lot of unrest and imbalance internally and externally. I mean, you know, look at what we've done to the earth You know, I don't think that the disconnect between humans and nature is a direct result of that, but I think it's really important to consider that. And I think, you know, as individuals, when we get in nature and when we're surrounded by it, there's just this calmness and stillness and like cleansing of the soul that happens. My anthropology professor told me about he was going for a hike. I might have even mentioned this on the podcast before, but he was going for a hike and um he said that there is a Japanese word that essentially means a forest bath and I love that idea. Like going into the forest is cleansing for us. You look out at nature and it just is, right? There was no construction, there was no, you know, human involvement in the sense of creation, it just is. As the world gets seemingly more and more complex, to be around stillness... And nature and these elements these entities that just are really touches us whether we're conscious of it or not you know perhaps that's part of what we're experiencing when we experience that cleansing and calming from being in nature you know obviously another part of it is oxygen and fresh air and uh all that good stuff But I mean, even when we lay down and just watch the clouds go by, right? It's just stillness. You are the stillness. And things are just moving, floating by you. And I think that's so incredible when it feels like so much happens so quickly so out of our control you know you go into nature and that you know things are still out of our control but it's a different feeling it's like a surrender that we're okay with that we trust that we know in some part of us it's a similar thing as looking up at the stars at night. I've heard people like Joe Rogan talk about this and I'm right there with him that light pollution is such a problem when we're talking about our well being and our souls because in a city where there's, you know, heavy light pollution We can't see the stars on a clear night, right? So the further we go into nature, the further (laughs) we immerse ourselves in nature, the clearer the stars are. And to see that and experience that is grounding in a way that's even, I think, even deeper than the material, physical grounding sensation um, that happens when we're in a forest or in the ocean or a lake or, you know. These are all things that are really important to consider. The immaterial is so important because it's felt. It's there, right? And its absence is felt stronger and perhaps it's harder for us to put our finger on it but i think as soon as we have the opportunity to experience it it becomes clear Er perhaps <laughs> to see the stars at night you know you look up at the stars and you're just part of something so much bigger, right? And I think in that same sense it's like things are out of your control things are so much bigger than we can even understand than we even have any <laughs> any idea about and yet in our hearts, in our souls we feel calm and grounded and not alone and I think that's so important the next time you have a chance to really get out and immerse yourself in nature or just spend time watching the clouds go by or watching the stars take that time for yourself don't bring your phone you know be safe and be smart but disconnect unplug go just be and you're not alone go be alone be in stillness be in silence but you're with the trees you're with the birds you're with the water you're with the stars experience that relationship and just experience what comes up for you what it feels like and take that time because i guarantee you'll probably realize how important it might actually be to you and what you might actually be missing and I definitely I think you know my relationship with sitting outside and watching the stars definitely shifted once I had a dog and I had to walk him at night because absolutely I enjoy just walking with my dog especially at night to you know when I when I walk my dog it's a chance for me to obviously you know let him go on his little adventure but for me to go on my own little adventure and even if I'm not you know away from (laughs) humans and in a forest or you know the ocean or a lake or whatever I'm still having my own relationship with the nature that is around me that is available to me And it helps us change our everyday reality in that sense. It helps us shift our perspective and to really get the most out of things we take for granted for so easily. And it's the same thing with the stars at night. You know, having the opportunity to go outside and just look up and see what I can see and... Even bring a towel out or a chair out and just hang out, bring some blankets, put a coat on, and just watch. It's beautiful. It's so amazing. From there, it's like, who wouldn't want to preserve this special relationship? And who wouldn't want to nurture this special relationship with nature? what can be a symbiotic harmonious relationship because we really do get so much from it and it doesn't have to be just all take on the part of humans and i think we are waking up to that And there are things that we can do in our daily lives to help honor that. Because I think as soon as we begin to nurture, establish even, and nurture that relationship more, it becomes more important to us and more, you know, part of our conscious existence to do what we can to not, you know, contribute so much to things like. Single-use items and plastic and things that are harming our Earth. Right now, I'm just looking out at this body of water, right? And these trees and these rocks. And you think about how old the Earth is and how incredible it is. You know, we explore different planets, right? They don't have bodies of water (laughs) in our solar system. They don't have bodies of water. They don't have life like this. Like, this is incredible. It's so magnificent. It's such a miracle. And as soon as that perspective becomes part of our perspective... It puts everything in perspective, right? (laughs) That's the beauty of shifting our perspectives, of thinking about these things, of taking the time like this right now to have this conversation and think about these things. Oh, sorry. That was my water bottle. Doing things like having a reusable water bottle instead of buying plastic water bottles. A symbol of our Honoring and respect of the Earth. I just want to Google this. Let's see. How old is the Earth? Scientists have calculated that Earth is 4.5 billion years old. About. There's an error range there. But that's nuts. Let's see. When did trees appear on earth? Trees 350 million years ago. Million years ago. And you think about evolution, right? All of that wisdom, all of that adaptation is in the trees we see today. That's incredible. And the same thing obviously goes for animals. And you know other plants and insects and everything that's so incredible just think about that like close your eyes and think about we can't even fathom it but try 350 million years it's beautiful You know, as I'm watching a bird flying here, we, as humans, have this magnificent ability to witness all of this, right? when I was considering the 350 million years, there was a point, you know, there there was a point, except for animals, where there was no witness to this. It just was, right? it just is and here we are as these conscious beings witnessing it all and playing an active role in co-creating it now because of our own evolution and adaptation and there's so like we could be doing You know, in in many ways we do, but in many ways we fall short. You know, we can be doing such great things here. And we shared this on our Instagram in one of our daily doses. And I want to highlight it again here. In a clip of a speech that Dave Chappelle gave, he was talking about how, you know, the ethics of today are flawed because they're aiming at better or worse when good and bad is the true compass and if you aim it just better or worse he says you're just a mouse in a maze going after the cheese but if you are using the compass of good and bad you realize you're in the maze and in that sense I think we're experiencing, I think, what it is right now in, in our the many crises on Earth right now, specifically, you know, on topic, the environmental crisis. We've been aiming at, you know, better and worse, not good. If we were aiming at good, where could we go that we haven't been in terms of ecological harmony and environmental justice? And I think those are the people that we're going to see, that we are seeing and we're going to continue to see emerge. Because I think the younger generations, mine included, I think it's confusing to grow up, especially with social media and especially with access to information like this. I think it's confusing to grow up in the environment of better and worse, but we know in the heart of hearts, it's good and bad. And I think the younger generations are really just aiming for good because we can do anything. And I think they know that. And I think they understand that. We understand that. And I don't think it's just, the younger generations. I absolutely think the older generations are with it, but I think there's a little more cynicism there. And I mean, I can't really speak on that, but it's a different age. It really is. I think there's never been more power to the people than in this age. And I think that we can really work with that together because we're stronger together. There's so much more that we can do together, but it it starts at the individual level, right? (sighs) Well, I think that's a pretty good note to end it on, you know? Do something in nature this week. Enjoy. usual, follow us on Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, whatever floats your boat. Make sure you're subscribed to the Reself waitlist. Link is in the in the show notes. And uh, have a beautiful week. Bye, everybody.